Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money. Whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello and welcome to Money Tips. This is Charles Kelly bringing you Money Tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate, and enjoy more money. Hope you're having a good start to the week. Uh, over the weekend in in London and and the whole of the UK, we had massive. Storm, Storm Chiara, Chiara, yes, doesn't sound like a stormy name, does it, Chiara, uh, it's like, you know, Storm Brian or something, but anyway, it, it's, uh, it's calmed down now, it's still raining and windy out there, but it's not, not as bad as it was yesterday, so is, is this scheme where you can have a deposit-free rental really just a fee in, in disguise, uh, this is what, uh, I, I think it sounds to me like this is exactly what it is. Now, to give you a bit of background on the story, tenants who can't afford to pay a deposit are being offered to pay a lower amount as a non-refundable fee, if you like. I, I, I don't know what else you can call it. Um, it's, it's an upfront fee. So instead of paying, say, five, four or five weeks rent uh, as a deposit, that some agencies are offering them to, to pay a lower amount, maybe, say, £500, um, as a non-refundable fee. However, this fee cannot be used in, uh, against breakages and damages. So I, I can't quite see the point of it, really. Um, now, obviously, the government are looking into this because they say a, a, a landlord cannot insist that a tenant uses an alternative to a traditional deposit, but it can be used as an option. And uh, But I don't think this is a very good option. Why would anybody want to pay a non-refundable fee rather than paying a fee that they could get back at the end provided they look after the property and the answer is because they haven't got the money they they, they haven't saved enough and they just can't afford to pay the full deposit however the landlord could also offer to take a lower deposit couldn't they they could say well okay you can't afford a month's rent i'll take three weeks or two weeks uh, in, in many cases i've taken on tenants without charging a deposit because it's just a pain in the neck uh dealing with it uh, but landlords can can choose the the amount they want to because if if a, if agencies and landlords get into this and and it's looked at and, and and it's deemed to be an illegal fee which were banned last year tenants fees were banned last year and if, it, if it's deemed as an illegal fee you could be receiving some pretty hefty fines from trading standards or your local authority and believe me some of these officers already do not have a very high opinion of estate agents and landlords, let alone the ones that might be charging dodgy fees on the side. So I think if, you, if you're a landlord, you've got to, you've got to really watch this and uh, you know not get yourself into a position where you get fined, but also be fair to, to your tenants and uh, so, so that they're not having this, this issue. If you're in an area where tenants generally can't afford deposits, look at the local authority. Maybe the local authority have a scheme. Uh, I know of one local authority that uh, give, offers a tenancy bond so that, uh, that there's a bond set up that it, it's not. It's like a deposit, but it's a bond against breakages. And, and that can help 
where, where tenants might be unemployed or, or unable to raise that, that sort of fee. Now, the government is also planning to introduce a lifetime deposit to let rent, renters transfer some of the deposit paid from one previous tenancy to the next. This kind of makes sense. At, at the moment, the system's a bit of a mess. Uh, the, the administration getting money back for tenants and also dealing with with breakages where tenants argue, I didn't do this and I didn't do that. It, it can be very difficult. And then if you have to do inventories, you know, they can cost 100, 200 pounds a time in and out. You know, they're, they're quite expensive things to, to, to do. So it, it needs to be sorted out. It is a bit of a mess at the moment. And I hope that the government will will do something about it. At, at the moment, um, you know, it's I, I I just think the system is is the administration on the system is burdensome for landlords and and, and it, it it slows up the process. But in, on the other hand, the previous system where landlords just took deposits and put it in their own bank account was a bit of a wild west situation. Lots of people didn't get their money back. And I remember renting many many years ago, and it, it was a terrible struggle. Twice uh, had problems getting money back off of landlords who just sort of invented, you know, stains on the carpet and this sort of thing. Uh, and, and just didn't really want to give the money back. In the end, I just sort of threatened legal action to get the money back. Similarly, when I was renting an office, that was even worse. You know, they wanted to charge me about £10,000 of dilapidations uh, when the office w wasn't that dilapidated. It was just ridiculous. Um, so it, a, a, lot of, a lot of landlords, when they get hold of that money, they think it's theirs. It's theirs to spend. They don't want to part with it anymore. So, so I think just be just be careful as a, as a tenant and agency and an agency. Just just be careful on this. And you know, if you can't raise the money, maybe look at raising the money somewhere or from relatives. Borrow the money rather than just jumping into these um, these, these schemes because there are still people reporting in the press that they've been charged these fees. And I, I, I think that's sad, but. It, also, the, the, the local authority or the, the trading standards will crack down on this pretty hard. And, you know, you could end up paying thousands and thousands of pounds. And also, if you if you don't deal with deposits correctly on the tenancy, and if you do get a rogue tenant or a, or a tenant from hell, you will not be able to get them out of the property because the, the judge will look at the, the whole, the, look at the tenancy agreement. So how was the deposit dealt with? Or, you know, didn't put it into the right scheme. Uh they, they didn't deal with it correctly, then the judge will throw the case out and you, and you won't get your property back. So do make sure that you, you have all the paperwork in place. You're not charging any illegal tenant fees and you are dealing with the deposit correctly. Because if you don't, you will not get possession of your property under a Section 21 notice when you want to get the property back. And, you know, that some judges in courts can, uh, you know, lean towards the side of the tenant if, if we if you might put it that way and give the tenants the benefit of the doubt more than the landlords and you know some of them are just uh, they seem to be a little bit anti-landlords with don't forget with a with the with these courts uh these small courts small claims courts and that sort of thing it's it's very much dependent on which judge you get on the day some judges will you know so I understand that. That's that. right. I accept your claim. That's it. Done and dusted. Others will try and pull out all sorts of things and drag it out and have an adjournment. So well, you need to get this back and you need to get that. You know, they, they can be very fickle, some of these judges. So uh, just because the law's on your side, you need to have everything in order and present your case properly uh, so that it, it flows and the, everybody understands what's going on. But definitely, if you don't deal with the deposit correctly, you, you know, you can be fined for a start and then you, you will not get 
the possession back of your property. So thanks for listening. Have a great Monday. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. Thank you.